So yeah, welcome to the Nine Hertz Podcast. Uh, this week it's number 52, I can't believe it, and it's uh, the new release show again. So uh, that was uh, a local band called Swamp Coffin uh, from Sheffield. Um, they've been playing a few months now, I guess, and uh, we've seen them play with a few interesting bands, including Ohms and Secret Cutter. And um, Pete, you saw them with um, a load of it, brilliant bands at, um, at Doomlines. Doomlines. Yes. So... Um, what what did you make of them? Because uh, obviously this this is a demo, and, and they've kind of brought out this kind of EP. Uh, I've heard from uh, a few members that it's kind of like it's a bit it spiraled out of control a bit. This band, so I think it started off as a bit of a a laugh and a bit of a sort of jam around, and um, they've just taken off really quickly, haven't they? Yeah, uh, it's the first I've heard them this weekend, and they're really good. They they were the first band on out of fifteen, and I saw I saw the whole set and. I was pleasantly surprised. Not that I was uh, expecting otherwise. Oh, yeah, but for a new band, um, yeah. for you know, yes, yes. Uh, I think you know. Obviously, um, we know a couple of the members uh, from other bands and from Sheffield scene. But uh, yeah, they, they've got a good mix of uh, kind of doom and sludge and stone. You know, and which you know, obviously, you know, um, <laughs> brother genres anyway. But there is elements of each of those distinct things. I thought they were going to be a lot more stoner. They're not. It is quite dark and heavy and um, and sludgy, but it still has a bit of a groove. Therefore, you know, treads that middle yeah, ground I nicely. Mean, did they do their Kylie Minogue cover when you saw them this weekend? Um, if they did, I missed it. But <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so no. Why? Um, what was that then? I think I'm not sure. It might be like spinning around or something. And they they did it when <laughs> they played with Secret Cutter before, so I think you made it late to that game. Oh, right. um, so yeah, yeah, yes. quite yeah, I missed them there. Um, which was quite interesting. Like it, it kind of worked. It was just like a slowed down version of a pop song as you get in in Sludge and Doom and stuff. But it was really interesting. But I think this this EP is like for for, for a band that have basically um, admitted to themselves that this is just like a you know it's not a serious band but it's actually bloody good so i i really like this first track i know they've um they've released a track to everyone else called uh, last of the summer slime i uh, love a pun um especially in doom because it's uh, a genre that takes itself a little bit too seriously sometimes so yeah really impressed really impressed with that so um yeah, yeah. you can buy that on uh, Bandcamp. i think you can pre pre-order it now uh and um yeah the the ep is called flat cap bastard features um and it's actually up for three. Sorry, yeah, it's it's up for three pound fifty. Um, but obviously with tax, that comes out as four twenty. Of course, it does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I th- just one thing to say. Like, I think you know, I've had I've, uh, come come off the weekend of uh, Doom Lines. You've come off yeah. Supersonic, so we've had a good uh, weekend between us. Um, just while we're you know while we're on one of the bands we were playing, it, what an amazing festival! And kind of a, a lot of um, credit goes to Holy Spider. Some of the sets were amazing. So, you know, the uh, Cattle. There's a band I'd never even heard of called The Road, who blew me yeah, away. Leech Feast, Jesus, that's uh, there's a band who kind of I never really clicked with before, and they just you know, and they were on early afternoon and just kind of shuddered. They were, they were, you know, they really kind of shook me. They were amazing. Uh, body headlined, you know, the, and the, um, 
It wasn't a bad band. They had Torpo, another one, amazing. Um, and every single band, I watched all 15 somehow. <laughs> and yeah, what a, you know, what a great festival. Yeah, amazing. I mean, I, I've been, uh, I've been called uh, several names by Terry, who runs it for, for sort of going supersonic. But I'm a supersonic uh, purist, I think. So absolutely got to miss um, Doom Lines this year. But um, yeah, I think I, I counted up. I saw 25 bands over the weekend at Supersonic, which is ridiculous. Um, but really good. You know, they had a very metal Friday night, so it was like Godflesh with Neurosis at the Town Hall in Birmingham, followed by like a Hey Colossus and Yob gig, which was fantastic. And then, yeah, there was loads of really strange stuff um, during the festival as well, but Anna von Hauswolf um, really stood out. Uh, the Body made me feel very strange indeed. Amazing band. Like, don't think I've seen anything as heavy in years and years. Um, yeah, and yeah, just it was a 15th anniversary, so it felt like a really good one to be at as well. So, um, yeah, I think um, we should sort of put our brand on, on both of those um, festivals as being things you should definitely look into attending in the future if you haven't before, definitely. Yeah, so um, we've got, you know, eight more songs this, this week, so we're going to go through them uh, one by one. Um, so yeah, the next the next one is um, as if as Doing if we too go, but, yeah, you know, some of them would sound better, I guess, um, played over each other. But um, this next one's uh, Undef, uh, which is really interesting. Um, you picked this one; it's it's just like pretty feral, isn't it? I, I think have we played these before? I'm trying to think. I don't, we, we haven't played them. I have right. reviewed them, um, and it, it was a their demo which came out in March, and now this uh, they've already followed up. Um, I reviewed them, but I didn't pick them before. I can't remember why, but uh, I love the demo. Yeah. It's uh, just it is kind of really, um, as you say, kind of raw, feral, um, you know, frightening death metal. But you know, it's kind of not in a. It's all very loose and feels like you know, just kind of going out there and, and kind of thrashing it out but there's, it's quite clever I think I think they've, they've really um, they've found something you know found a really nice way of making old school death metal sound fresh and exciting and, and you know and alive and you know what was great is obviously the demo was brilliant and then to hear the new album or whatever it is uh, EP come out is you know uh, what three months later four months later yeah, because really. yeah, I had to like double check that we weren't playing something off the demo. Because I mean, I remember I've bought the demo like before somehow, um, and yeah, it's it's amazing. So I was like, oh, they've got another thing out straight away. It's like that's good. That's like if they're prolific now, then you know, I'm quite looking forward to hearing what they've got to come. Um, you know, to follow this really, absolutely amazing. I I love um, I love everything about it. Um, I think I'm I'm back on a death metal or sort of like you know, very oppressive metal kind of uh, hit at the moment. So, yeah, this this kind of ticks a lot a lot of my boxes. Yeah, we've got a, um, we've got a few this bit, week. Bit psyche. Yes, we've got a few this week, haven't yeah. we? I think I've actually kind of yes. I've, I've, got, I've been listening to a fair bit of um, psych and stoner, but um, they're all stuff that are coming out later, so I'll, I'll be saved for future podcasts. But uh, you know, a few a few weeks ago, this was you know, there's there's a load of good stuff coming out around now, uh, and this is you know, this is this is only just you know, they only came to my attention recently, but really happy to get them on. Absolutely, and we have to say, um, they've got promo photos of them playing in a graveyard. <laughs> um, not enough bands do that anymore, so you know. <laughs> yeah, it used to be a cliche like '90s death metal. You you posed next to a coffin or you know like a big crucifix but these guys look like they've actually taken their instruments down to a graveyard and 
and pretended to play in front of them. So <laughs> that's that's very cool in my book. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, we're gonna play um, a song uh, that's sort of like I think it's number two on the um, on the de- on this. Um, it's not even, it's like an EP, isn't it? So um, this is Phantasmal Festering.
So, uh, yeah, we're, we're sort of going from something very, very heavy indeed uh, to something um, almost um, strange for the Nine Hertz podcast, but I, I think with the label involved, um, I just wanted to play this one. Uh, and it's not actually out until October, so this is the only track that's been um, released so far. It's called Petal. And it's by a band called uh, Empty Set, who are like an electronica kind of duo. But um, what's important, I think, to um, point out is it's on uh, Thrill Jockey Records, who are just a very long-term label in terms of like delivering really decent stuff and they've sent us so many things over the years like um you know wooden ships um come to mind straight away a band called peels that i've I've still got an album by them um from a long time ago um that sort of really struck a chord with me but that they're one of those eclectic labels aren't they pete i mean white hills are on Mm. them and you know there's there's so many different styles on there that i i think they're just worth holding up as a an interesting eclectic label yeah yeah i mean there's loads of it so i'm just looking now like from like lightning bolt liturgy um there's candodo who's kind of uh, members or member of the heads you know it's that kind of it's not it's psych, it's psych but it's it's not kind of pure psych it's any psych mindset you know where you're gonna interesting different weird stuff but then yeah. you know they give that uh you know, that exposure to that music, which is brilliant. Yeah, and I think it's often um, a label where you hear a band first and then you see them get signed to other places or, or you, they end up on, like, bigger labels. So mm. I, I think it's always, like, a, a bit of a snapshot into what's going to be big. You know, like, the, the phrase of, like, this is what you'll be dancing to at all tomorrow's parties, it's, like, it's <laughs> almost, like, a bit like that. So, mm. um, yeah, great label to sort of keep an eye on. Um, but, yeah, I really wanted to play this because it was just, it kind of struck me as, um, we don't play much experimental stuff on here, but I think there's room for it. And there's always been a little bit of a room for that on um, the Nine Hertz reviews as well. So we, we love our heavy stuff and we love our Stone and Doom and, you know, Death Metal and stuff. But now and again, you just need something that's that's going to sort of um, take you out of that and, and just put you somewhere else. And I think there's, there's obviously been uh, more of an electronic... Um, influence on on black metal and things like that so i feel feel like here's where it starts in the more ambient the more uh restrained electronica um but it's been taken to extremes by bands lately and i i love the fact that it's crept in um i think a lot of like metal bands listen to bands like well you know acts like aphex twin or tecker and everything and it's just been blended into this homogenous kind of metal sound over the years and i, I feel like it's an, an important thing to sort of have on there so yeah i think there's not a lot to, to say about this one really i mean it's it's really chilled out isn't it it is yeah i mean you know it, it's not it's not the type of thing i'd use on this too it is cool it's really interesting i think the one thing i did think is like you could tell you've been supersonic this weekend um, but, <laughs> but yeah. yeah no yeah it's pretty cool yeah yeah so um just a bit of a break for the Nine Hertz podcast. Uh, we're going to play this. It's by uh, a band called Empty Set. It's off, off an album called Blossoms, and you can get this at emptyset1.bandcamp.com. Uh, this is a song called Petal. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
the um, the uh, the gorgeousness of that empty set uh we're going back into the heavy stuff so old nun hurts favorite i guess um we could say that couldn't we pete this is this is gold yes a, a band that i've kind of been uh, a keen follower of for several years now and and you know they're very prolific this kind of has come out of nowhere the um they couldn't you know Bandcamp showing it's been out a couple of months but i've only you know i got a message saying you know automated message from Bandcamp saying they've uploaded something uh in the last uh week or so so uh, and i only got around to listen to it uh in the last couple of nights and love it it's uh i, I can't quite put place where it is in the in the gold album list but um it's up there definitely and it's got a real nice balance to it between uh, a lot of the things they've done, you know, they've 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 always kind of had that experimental edge. Um, they've had that droney uh, doom edge. You know, they've had moments of kind of real dark doom. Um, and and but this has got bits of maybe kind of the real the you know the the, the more metal end has kind of uh, dissipated a little bit, but it's got kind of nice psych flow to it. It's got a bit of almost industrial um, experimentation in it, and. But it's the album kind of. Um, I had it right, you know. For a few times, I've had it through now, and it it sounds amazing. It sounds like a whole album, if you know what I mean, like an experience to go oh, through. Oh yeah, yeah. I um I listened to the whole thing today, and um, we're playing the last track of it, and it's it's one of the best. 
Um, mm. And yeah, it really struck me. I've never like been a massive fan of this band. I've seen them. I think it was at uh, Temples with you actually, and I've listened yes. to their records, and I've gone, yeah, they're, they're okay. But this this one seems to have just grabbed me, and I don't really know why. It's it's got something about it. It's like um, underneath underneath what's going on, I think. Um, yeah. And the, the track in particular that we're going to play is is very. Um, it relies on dynamics quite a bit, but it's it's amazing. Um, mm. Are they from Bristol? Is that right? I've got an idea that they're from yeah. that area. Yeah, Bristol or London or yeah. something like that. I love it. Uh, yeah, I, 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 you know, the South. Yeah. Um, it's I, all South to us. Yeah. Uh, well, yes, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a, just as an aside, I had a, uh, I went to a child's birthday party, which my daughter was at, um, a Not year or two ago. No, well, no, I, I kind of, and these are, these are about five year olds, and these two lads went up to me and go, Your t shirt looks amazing. And I was like, Oh, God, what? what have I put on without thinking you're at a kid's party because, yeah. you know, some of the T-shirts you love when you're into metal. I looked down and it was my gold T-shirt, which has got a three-headed dog with the kind of, uh, like, wolves with uh, tentacles instead of legs. And I was like, oh, that's all right. You know, thank God. I, you know, I looked down and I was like, and it, yeah, it's, it's amazing. So, like, me and these five-year-old lads were like, they were just amazed. And then I looked up and all, like, several of the other parents are kind of looking um, <laughs> not so impressed. I mean, <laughs> that's my... Uh, my proud gold moment, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, bands live for stories like that, so they're like, oh, you know, about this thing without really thinking about it, and then it's like, oh, actually, my kid loves that song, or, you know, something something special kind of comes out of it, so, yeah, that's quite funny. Um, got recently told that um, someone's abiding memory of me is um, wearing um, quite a form. I used to wear quite formal stuff when I was on stage in a band called Flatlands, um, and he said, my abiding memory is of you in a pub full of punks wearing a brown jumper screaming go to bed at them <laughs> and them looking really confused i was like yeah that's, that's pretty spot on that used to happen mm. quite a lot um, <laughs> but yeah I, I love stuff like that and you know just mm. like when real life um kind of uh, catches up with your metal past or you know <laughs> your, your secret love <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah or, or you know when when you find out someone else is into metal in uh and you, you just can have that very sort of almost like a relieving conversation with them about about music it's quite nice yes yeah, yes definitely. oh there's a couple of uh yeah a couple of like dads in the playground who you know you don't think any, you think everyone else there is normal and then <laughs> there'll be like a you know a school fate and they're there in napalm death t-shirts and it's yeah, just like right we gravitate to each other and yeah it's great it's like <laughs> that old that old code when you'd, you'd see someone else in a metal t-shirt and just give them a little nod don't know if that yes. happens anymore, but yeah, it's harder now, isn't it? I think you know all the kind of metal um, identity of when I was sixteen. You know, if you had coloured air, you're into metal. Yeah. If you had a tattoo, you're into metal. That's kind of That's it's harder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. So you're just on t-shirts now. Yeah. I mean, um, when I was into metal in in a very small town called Sleaford, who've been made famous uh, through Sleaford mods and you know whatever, um, there was one metal guy in the town it was uh the postman <laughs> and he used to wear slipknot t-shirts over his um post uniform right. it's like yeah awesome he was probably about 30 odd so right. it was probably a bit weird but i don't know we'll see <laughs> yeah um yeah so anyway back to gold that's segue segue back to nowhere so yeah gold um yes yeah really really interesting so this this so it's weird like it's been backdated we think to because it got sort of released this week, but it said it came out in May, so I'm not really sure yeah. 
what they, what the and, uh, with that. I mean, if it, you know, it, it's quite legitimate that it could have been released, and it's oh, just yeah. not. On bank, it's just to us. If it's not on Bandcamp, it's not. It's not real. You know, yeah. I think we're quite <laughs> obsessed with Bandcamp. So that's just on us, I suppose. It's yeah. Not legitimate unless it's on Bandcamp.com. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It okay. Never happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's off a new. Um, I'd say it's an album. It looks sort of like yep. long enough to be an album called Input Chaos. Um, yeah, and we're going to play the the last track of it. So. Um, yeah, people can sort of make of this what they will. It's um, Lift the Sweet Veil.
So uh, we're going to be talking about a really interesting band next called um, Consummation, and we've been trying to sort of rack our brains because the the, um, the the title of this band um, seemed very familiar. And it turns out we uh, we reviewed them back in 2017. Is that right, Pete? Yeah, yeah, they're a second release. Right. So um, basically, we've done we've done a little bit of research for once, um, which is which is unusual for us. We we sort of we usually do things on the fly and just say this sounds awesome. Everyone should listen to it. But yeah, we we kind of noticed something about this band, and um, it turns out that they share members with a band called Impetuous Ritual, um, who are fantastic. And you should probably check them out as well. Um, but they also share members with Portal, who are um, a band we reference quite a lot, isn't it? But not without um, reason. So they're kind of like a churning kind of maelstrom of black metal and death metal, and we often reference the time we saw them at Temples, don't we? Just like the you know the absolute it's just like heavy sort of fog over the audience really mm. absolutely amazing stuff and this this is quite a similar aesthetic really it's, it's got a lot of um lurching um sort of movements rather than you know like here's a riff and here's a riff it's almost like a continuous um just like an atmosphere that they're creating isn't it yeah that's what i, I like about of... this kind of death metal yeah, yeah, like rolling thunder, just kind of, you know, or like a, you know, gaseous fog that's just going to, you know, like catch up with you and, you know, cover you and, you know, fuck you over, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's kind of like, oh shit, what's coming? You know, there's there's like clearly a monster on the way or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, this is, this is really interesting. So it's a compilation of um, their early uh, releases and, and like a decade's worth of material and the track we're going to play is um the first one off their um their demo actually so um it's been sort of curated by sentient ruin uh laboratory so fantastic label like we've we've played them a lot on the on the podcast so far but um yeah this is like it's almost like um i, I do love a compilation and i think some of the best um releases by death metal bands are often their um early collected works so um i've i'm a massive fan of nile um, the Egyptian-themed black metal band, and they they did a really good coming together of their first few EPs called In, In the Beginning, and it really shows their progress, and I think this one does the same. Um, you can get this on vinyl uh, and CD, I think, so absolutely amazing stuff, and uh, really cool artwork, really cool sort of aesthetic to the whole thing, so this really struck me as being something we ought to be playing. Um, so yeah, the the, um, the sort of compilation's called The Fires of Calcination, uh, and you can get it via sentientruin.bandcamp.com. Uh, um, I don't think there's a lot more to say. It's just bloody good, isn't it, Pete? Yep. Yeah. They, I, I might be wrong on this, but I think this is like ahead of a new album, which is coming out. Right, in, that makes sense. Oh, God, was it? So, um, oh, fuck, I can't remember the label. But anyway, yeah, we'll put it out. Oh, Profound Law. That's what it is. Oh, Profound Law. Okay. Uh, yes. So uh, they've got that coming out, which will be, a, I think, is a proper, you know, which will be essentially a debut album. Um, so this is kind of saying, right, this is us today ahead of this. We'll put it on this cool label and here you go, which, as you say, I think it's always a, a really cool thing to do. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, you can pre-order this now um, and we're going to play the first song, which I'm not even going to try and pronounce because it's ridiculous.
So that was Consummation. Um, we're going to talk about an, an amazing band that um, I know a lot of people in Sheffield like called Friendship. So a Japanese band who've um, actually, I think they've been put on by Holy Spider before, haven't they? I think you saw them, didn't you? Yes, yeah. yeah the, it's the one of my biggest regrets not to have seen that. But mm. um, I, yeah, I believe they're touring again. I might be wrong with that, but I've heard rumours that they're coming back. Good. That's good. <laughs> I, I will make sure I actually go this time. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they, they've got a new album out. Um, and um, as predicted, it's brilliant. I listened to the whole thing today several times. Um, perfect for the hot weather we've got, just something pissed off and strange. So, um, yeah, it's off. Uh, the new album's called Undercurrent, and I think it's out. Uh, it was out last month, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's on Southern Lord, which is always, you know, uh, a good sign. They, I first got into them with it's not like from their demos but I think the first two releases which we call one and two were uh, compiled together which links back to the consummation thing through Sentient Ruin um, and that was an, that was a real kind of real head fuck of an album real kind of scary grindcore noise thing and in a way they've almost they've moved slightly away from that it's kind of more it's a bit like Nails and a bit like that now but it, even then it's still got an edge which a lot of the bands who play similar stuff uh, don't have and they still stand out from that it's, you know there's still this you know really kind of threatening you know like black and you know mess of a band which is you know really uh something to behold yeah definitely i mean i know uh joe from uh Kurikuma is a big fan uh and he played i think we played them on his podcast um right Last year it would have been so. Um, yeah, it's been a while since um, since I've sort of listened to this back. But again, like you say, it's it's got something very sort of angry under underneath it all. And um, I'd say it's got almost a today's a day vibe. You know, it, it, it's very unforgiving and and very aggressive, um, mm. but very cool at the same time. That's what I like about them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole album's really good, isn't it? The, you know, it's 10 tracks long, and it's it's not all kind of one pace, it's, you know, which a lot of these, you know, a lot of that style can do. It just, you know, blurts through <laughs> track after track. You barely notice one starting and one finish. It has, uh, you know, it has a range which within, you know, you know, from kind of horrific to, you know, to scary. <laughs> it's not like, yeah. <laughs> not kind of wild, like into psych or anything, but it, it's, they do have, uh, you know, something about them, which a lot, you know, which I really think kind of stands them to the top of their, you know, top of the tree. Absolutely. So um, I think we'll play this one. It's called Garbage. Um, and yeah, they're all pretty much to the point in these songs. So um, see what you think of this.
So uh, it's been a really interesting weekend for gigs. So as well as um, Supersonic and um, Doomlines, um, there was a little thing going on um, in the background. So it was like Thou and Moloch were playing um, a little weekender, I think, as well. So if you weren't lucky enough to be at those two festivals, um, you could have been catching matinee gigs by them or them playing various places. I think they played the Temple of Boom, didn't they? Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, Cattle um, share their drummer with um, the band that have just done a split with Moloch called Groke. Um, and uh, yeah, this is the new um, Dry Cough release, uh, Split 7-inch. I mean, we've we've played Moloch a lot and we've, we've talked about Moloch a lot on this, but um, they're a very important band for UK sort of heavy music and, you know, they've brought a lot of people over and I, th- I feel like they've... Um, they go hand in hand with Groke. Groke are really interesting, and um, again, that they're a band that we've we've followed right from the start. I think we've actually got a demo review or something on the website, haven't we, from a, yeah. a few years ago? So always, always interesting. It's it's kind of like if, if Doom met Grind in a dark alleyway. That's what <laughs> I would say about this band. But absolutely amazing life. I don't know if you've caught them before, Pete. I, I, yeah, uh, once, but only once, which is weird. I've been at uh, kind of festivals and they've played and somehow I've missed them. And, you know, they've played, I think they've played in Sheffield and uh, it's on days when they just can't make it. Uh, I definitely have seen them and, you know, really enjoyed it. A bit, you know, like, and I've listened to, I think it's uh, Masticator EP. They've done a, a split before, a couple of splits. Really enjoy them, but I, I haven't, you know, for a band who tour a lot, kind of a lead essentially a lead sludge band you know i'm amazed i haven't kind of had the chance more and that's why i kind of wanted to get them on now yeah. uh you know give them the exposure because they are a great band yeah absolutely brilliant and um yeah i've seen them i think twice in uh stuck on a name in nottingham which is like excellent surroundings for them yeah uh, and i think i've seen them at temple of boom before as well so mm. they're um they're incredible and i have to say um there, I don't know if he's done the artwork on this one, but Steve, their drummer, is an incredible artist, and he's done a lot of T-shirts and covers for other bands, and just a very talented guy. And it's got a very sort of um, individual style, um, not unlike um, Drew Millwood um, had a few years ago before that. Um, just a very distinctive, like recognisable style. Mm. Very interesting uh, person indeed. Um, so yeah, um, this is excellent. Obviously, like Dry Cough or a sort of. A label they're associated with this kind of music, um, just heavy, bleak kind of stuff, and uh, this is no different really. It's um, yeah, it's uh, two tracks, one from each band. Um, the the Groke one's actually longer than the usually sort of last. Uh, I'm used to very sort of quick songs from this band, so it's quite unusual to see um, something that sort of stretches this far. But I guess it fills the side of the seven inch, and, and that's kind of uh, what's going on. Yeah, I think they've gone. This isn't mode. Uh, do me a uh, fair for them than normal, and that might be, you know, the teaming up with Malik. So if you've like got to do that, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, echo the kind of thing about Jaikov. That you know, they they've got uh, you know anything they put out. You know, like Leech Fees too have played. You know, that's it's already said were amazing this weekend, um, and they've got one of the best distros in the country as well. So you know, definitely check them out. Yeah, definitely. So. Um... Yeah, I feel like this is um, a really interesting, almost like a showcase for both bands. So if you've never heard, if you've been living under a rock and you've never heard both these bands, then this is a great way to check it out. So um, you can sort of get this via Dry Cough Records um, or Germany's Heavenly Vault Records. So um, yeah, so we think to this. This is uh, a song by Groke called Quiet Graft.
so this next band like came into uh, my um, sort of um, view from uh, Bandcamp, um, which is unusual for us. Obviously, like we we don't normally just um, kind of roll around Bandcamp looking for stuff, but this one really sort of struck me with the artwork and and the style. And then you sort of dig a bit deeper and you find out, oh, it's Sam Threaded from uh, Slab Dragger who's recorded it. It's got that kind of fuzz to it that Slab Dragger's got as well. It's really interesting. It's like, yeah, just really like this one. So I don't know what you made of this one, Pete. It's very, very Doom. And I think we're only going to play about three or four minutes of the 13 minutes the track takes up. But um, yeah, I think we ought to play um, fuzzed up stuff like this now and again, just to sort of retain our Stone of Doom um, sort of <laughs> rights, really. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 you know, I genuinely love this. It's, yeah. um, I, I've not heard of them. I don't know, uh, you know, quite nowhere for me. And uh, there's something about where I kind of thought they were going to be, you know, with the length of the songs, the kind of the intro. I thought it was going to be that kind of real slow, dread, you know, like Blind Monarch type stuff. Um, and it's got a touch of that, but it, there's more, you know, it's got, you know, more old school doom in there. There's a bit of, you know, a bit of melody in there. The vocals are really good, really strong, and really yeah. interesting. Um, I really like the production on those vocals as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I like how it kind of it, it just keeps going. It's got like a you know it keeps a real kind of solid pace. It's got that there, and it just turns on and on and on. And I think kind of some of the best doom does that. You know, you, um, the longer it went on, the kind of the deeper you go into it, the more I kind of uh, loved it. So. Yeah, thumbs up, really uh, happy you've introduced me to them. Yeah, it's a, a good little find, this one. So um, they're from London. Um, they seem to be um, gigging a fair bit. It looks like a, a three-piece as well, so quite impressive to make this sort of noise. So, yeah, if you want to pick this up, it's only four quid, which is amazing. So it's um, oldhorntooth.bandcamp.com. And we're going to play uh, an excerpt from uh, one of their longer songs um, called Follow the Demon. So, um, yeah, so we make of this.
So uh, one of our favourite labels that I think we've kind of discovered in the last few years, and we've certainly played a lot of uh, of their tracks on the on the podcast, is uh, Iron Bonehead Productions, who keep coming out with some really striking releases and and just unusual. I think that's the the word I'd use to describe this label. They sort of come out with just the, the strangest sounds and the strangest kind of productions, and uh, this one's no different really. So Pete, you've picked this one, um, and is it quite a new release from them? It is. They're out. It's just. I think it's just come out. They're, they're a band who I know of from uh, Sentient Ruin for their third mention of this podcast. Um, but <laughs> so you know, I was aware of them, and I think we got this through for review because I've had I've been listening to it for a while. Uh, yet it's only come out in the last week or so. I think. Yeah. Um, so, um, kind of really interesting. It's got. It is war metal. You know, it's that. Um, ultra kind of pelting you know out there full on you know like revenge or like tetragrammicide all these bands uh, and but i think they do it kind of particularly well uh, it's kind of taken with this album it, you know i think you have to be unless you're like you're full kind of extreme the, the extreme of death metal and this is you, you know your bread and butter then I, I kind of i have to be in the mood for this type of thing but when i am I, it kind of I really get a lot out of it, and this band in particular. When I when this album clicked a few weeks ago, I was yeah, I was like, right, this is this is really something. Um, and yeah, I'm just glad to glad this is out. Yeah, so the the band's called Cult of Extinction, and it's just like I I really like the almost incidental noises through it. So there's like a very like echoey production to it, and they're just throwing these weird noises now and again, and little sections where you're like this is odd this is really strange because it could just be like a straight up war metal kind of weirdo kind of sound but there's also something else going on over the top and i think that uncanny kind of sound does a lot for music like this so Mm. it elevates it somehow um yeah so i mean i i'd say if you have not like dipped into iron bonehead's um back catalogue is it's the quality is right up there and um yeah, if, yeah if you I think there's no new metal that's worth listening to, then you know you're an idiot because it's clearly on on this label. Yeah, I mean, considering like they're largely black or death, you know, and it's not like we're talking, you know, they're going to weird extremes of psych or industrial electronic or any, you know, they are within, you know, to what were traditionally seen as restrictive, you know, uh, homogenous sounds, which you know would hark back to the, you know, the second wave of black metal or, you know, the eighties death metal, whatever. You know, that's how it used to be. Nowadays, you take a label like this, they put out, you know, probably a few releases a month, and they all sound amazing. And that's just within black metal or death metal. Shows you kind of what's out there, and you know what a what an ear this label has, because there are labels that just churn out crap you know over and over yeah everything this this label put out you know celestial grave i think i played them i think that's one of their other recent releases i played them on the last podcast or the one before um you know again amazing so yeah really well done to them yeah i mean there's no shortage of um really inventive metal these days and i think um yeah they've they've cornered a, a part of the market that needed cornering so um yeah, all respect to these. So, yeah, we're going to play um, a song off uh, Cult of Extinction's latest uh, album, which is called Ritual in the Absolute Absence of Light. Um, and this song's called Anti-Murad <laughs> Anti Black Hole Bomb. So, yeah, see what you think of this. And see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> 